Hello, everyone. I'm Jason Harmon, host of Tennessee Wildcast. Thanks for tuning in this week. We're going to be climbing aboard It's All About Me, the Power T, with Admiral Greg Bowles and Officer Jeff Webb. Greg is going to tell us all about the Vol Navy and what it's like sailgating on game day. Officer Webb, along with his partners and many other agencies, make sure everything stays afloat on game days. No pun intended. So we'll catch up with him and learn how to have a safe game day on the water. This episode was live on October 5th, so check your local listings for information on this week's game. Stay with us, and as always, thanks for tuning in. Enjoy the show. Award-winning Tennessee Wildcast is on the air with the latest on hunting, fishing, boating, wildlife watching, and all things outdoors. Make welcome your host, drummer and outdoor expert novice, Jason Harmon. All right. Hello, everybody, and welcome to this edition of Tennessee Wildcast. It's football time in Tennessee, and we are live with the Vol Navy. I'm so excited on the boat. It's called It's All About Me. Admiral Greg uh, Bowles is a uh, Brought us aboard, and and uh, it's going to be a great show, Matt. Uh, thanks for being with me, helping co-host. Man, you know, this is home to me. This is where I cut my teeth as a wildlife officer, so, man, I am thrilled to be on the show today. This is going to be fun, and we have Mr. Jeff Webb. He's a wildlife officer, boating officer for us for the Tennessee Wildlife Resources Agency. I'm glad to have him as well. Thank you very much, sir. So, uh, yeah, we're on the Tennessee River right below Neyland Stadium here below us. The game is tonight. Uh, Georgia and Tennessee should be a fun game to go watch if you're in town. Can get tickets go do that watch on tv i think it's on espn i think i'm not sure who's anyway tonight is. is seven o'clock so check it out or come see the game uh but it's gonna be fun we're on it's all about me here the houseboat and we thank greg for having us admiral you bet anytime uh he's got an awesome place here he said make yourself at home so we're here that's what it is <laughs> a big home so uh big tell floating us home yeah greg tell us about the boat tell us uh what all happens here in the ball navy on your boat well, we have a just a good get-together fellowship and uh, fun time with everybody. We invite all kinds of fans on. We Tennessee fans we don't know, and this time we'll have Georgia fans we don't know. So you let the Georgia fans come aboard? Absolutely. Okay. But, but uh-huh. they, they have to. They got strict rules. Uh huh. There's certain things they have. They they can and cannot do. But uh, they have it. We have a compliance officer here. He goes over the, every time one comes on board. The compliance officer, uh, Mr. White, will go over the rules with them. As long as they uh, abide by the rules, they're welcome to stay. Do you make them walk the plank if they violate? Uh, We've had one Florida guy jump off one time, and I just made a motion at him, and he just jumped off. (laughs) But Gators can swim anyway. Uh, Then he wanted to come in and take a shower, and I said, no. (laughs) Well, we appreciate you letting us come aboard. It's it's been fun so far. Um, So what made you want to be a part of the Vol Navy? Well, I'm a I'm boater by I grew up being in the boats, and I had all kinds of boats and and one day uh, we started renting a boat. Yeah. And it, over 20 years ago, and one thing led to another. Started renting bigger boats up here because I'm not from here. I'm from Middle Tennessee, but uh, this boat used to be black and brown. Okay. Until I uh, I bought it one day. So uh, we turned into a sports bar on water wow that's cool tell Party. us about the seats over here this is the coolest part these uh chairs over here you yeah these seats it. are from uh thompson bowling the original seats that were in the uh in the stadium here now but uh we could uh, purchase them in sets of three and four and i purchased uh several of them and then we made some into bar stools 
Yeah. So we got a lot of history that. here. So I see a lot of memorabilia downstairs, a lot of autographs and things and stuff. That's pretty cool. It's it's right. all about the big orange here. On it's all about it's all about me, the power T. You know, it's, <laughs> that's what this boat is. Yeah, it's fun. And we have a blast. You know, originally I bought the thing for eight weekends a year. So. That's what it was for, and that's what it's been doing for over 20 years. So. 20 years. That's my next question. So you've been doing this for 20 years now. Uh, yeah, pretty close to it. Cool. Awesome. Well, what's your favorite favorite part? What's your What do you love most about coming out here? Saturday morning. And uh, it's just, as you see the people start walking down the greenway, and it suddenly gets thicker and thicker, and more and more people. And, uh, you know, George's is special. Uh the largest Vol Navy we ever had was, I think it was 2005. We had over a thousand boats on the three docks. Wow! And uh, it was, uh, I believe it was 05. It was 05 or 07. But uh, either Florida home game or Georgia home game is always the largest Vol Navy. And uh, we just have a blast. I mean, it's a totally different way to do it. Uh-huh. Uh huh. I think it's the only way to do it. And. You know, every major network's been on on here doing interviews, and uh, ESPN's on here. Vol, uh, SEC Network was here last night, and they're coming back today. Uh, it's just, it's fun. I mean, it's it's hard to explain unless you come down here and really uh, see how it goes. Yeah. So you you normally have what 200 boats or so out here, and and it's, uh, it's today a probably party. today you probably be a, between two two to three hundred maybe. Because the small craft, the day craft, to come up today, and and what's really nice, Friday afternoon, you sit up here on the bar and look down at the edge of the the the, the curve of the river, and the boats just come around the corner. Yeah. And you know they just they just keep coming and coming and coming. So uh, they call it sailgating, right? Instead That's, of tailgating. Yeah. call. I don't know where the word sailgating. There's no sailboat around here. <laughs> <laughs> I was watching a few videos online, and, and they were talking about sailgating with the Vol Navy. So. Yeah, so I guess I'm adopted to sailgating sell, sell also. So, uh, you know, that's just part of it. Well, back in, what, the early 60s, I was reading online. Uh, uh, George, George Mooney. George Mooney. George, he was the announcer for the Vols, and uh -huh. he didn't want to fight traffic, and he pulled up in his boat outside the stadium, and that started in 1963. Wow. 1963. So it's I, grown I, a bit since. Then. Yeah, yeah. And they're climbing over rocks, and I guess the docks weren't here. The docks weren't here. TWRA actually, uh, they they funded these original docks right here, uh, and actually we just had them rebuilt this year for the first time. Uh, I don't know when the docks actually, the first docks came, but uh, we got all new docks now. Uh huh. And uh, so it's looking good down here, and we thank TWRA for what they've done for us. Awesome, awesome. Well, that kind of uh, leads us to, to Jeff here. Um, you're on the water. You or your counterparts, somebody's on the water patrolling every Saturday home game, right? Yes, sir, and there's usually a general pretty good number of us down here for ball games. Obviously, this is going to be our largest home game as far as boat traffic goes, so we're going to have a whole lot of people here working on the waterfront. Yeah, so tell us what a normal saturday looks like for you when when you're out here patrolling the vol navy normal saturday it usually starts three or four days beforehand we have a meeting that we attend with our partner agencies the ut police department knoxville police department knox county sheriff's department rural metro knoxville fire department all these sister wow. agencies we all meet together a few days beforehand to see if there's any problems that's going to occur before the home games we usually come down the night before 
like last night, I was down here till about 9, 10 o'clock last night, making sure that boats get in here. And we have the channel that is maintained and open at all times. And then we usually get down here several hours before kickoff on a game day to make sure that things are going smooth and everybody's having a safe time before kickoff. So TWRA has been a part of policing the Vol Navy for a long time. And we were talking earlier, we think that may have got started back around the World's Fair in what, 82? Yes, sir, in 82. Um, TWRA hired some of its uh, part-time boating officers and they were assigned to work down here on the Knoxville waterfront. People like Pete White, Brian Ripley, Marvin Reeves, Wayne Rich, they were hired in as part-time boating officers for the 1982 World's Fair. Their job was to make sure that people were safe down here on the waterway because there was tens of thousands of people who were visiting the World's Fair. Those guys have always been referred to as turtles, and I never knew why. And I asked Brian Ripley one time, why are, why are you guys that were hired in 82 for the World's Fair called turtles? And he said, because we sat out there in our boat, we'd point it this way for a while, then we'd turn it this way. It's kind of like turtles just out there moving slow in the water. So that's how they got the nickname. Uh, so... What's one of the biggest challenges for you, Jeff, out here on the water? I'd say one of the biggest challenges is the unknown. We have thousands and thousands of gallons of diesel fuel, gasoline, where there's carbon monoxide, there's people consuming alcohol, there's boats that are moving, a no-wake zone. We have a whole lot of factors in play that are going out here, and there's just a whole lot of unknowns that we can't prepare for. So the best thing that we can do is anticipate those problems the best that we can, be aware of them, rely on our training, and hopefully deal with those as they arise. Speaking and, of, yeah. there's you, one that arose. Yeah, tell us about the earlier the, this year. The what fire. first game of the year? Well, it's either first or second. First game. Yeah. yeah. What, Season started out bad. <laughs> <laughs> what? What? Well, something like that happening though. What's the first? What's your reaction? What's the first thing you do when a vessel's well, going for down? For those who I mean, don't know what we're talking about, tell them what what went down. Well, yeah, what went down? Uh, we had a boat fire that occurred here a few weeks ago. Um, down here on one of the Vol Navy docks. Thank goodness we have some tremendous first responders here in Knoxville, the Knoxville Fire Department. They were able to get here on the scene, extinguish it very, very quickly with very, very minimal damage to these new docks mm -hmm. as well as other vessels that were in the area. So nobody was rafted up with it, fortunately, at the time? That it Luckily, they were able to get everybody away as things went south and everything ended up safe and no injuries. Yeah, that's great. Talking about the partners, I mean, couldn't do it without them. They're out here helping you out, join you, uh, helping patrol the water, and then things like that happens, you know, and it's, it doesn't happen often. You don't have That's those, exactly right. those problems. Most of the time it's a smooth sail, no pun intended, but uh, things like that can happen, and it's good to have all the partners there to help. That's exactly take right, care and of the it's truly a team effort between all of the agencies here in the Knoxville area. And, you know, in the years past, I know when I was down here from 03, 04 to 07, you know, Labor Day weekend was just crazy down here because you usually had a UT home game. You had uh, Booms Day, mm -hmm. and of course we had uh, dove hunting and goose hunting going on up the river. So there was a lot going on on Knox waterfront. Not to mention the general Labor Day boating traffic. Booms Day has since uh, been uh, done away with. That's right. So that's one last thing I guess to have to juggle down here. That is but right. I think that's when, when Greg was talking about earlier when we would have a thousand or more boats for a UT game. That's when a lot of them were coming for Booms Day anyways. They were here. Uh, so they stayed for the football game, and it was, it was crazy just down here. I'm That's surprised right. we didn't have more issues issues than we than we had. But like yeah. I said, all the training and people know the routine down here. Like Greg, I mean, they've been doing it a long time. They know what you can can and can't do. And these guys aren't out here looking to arrest everybody that they see. If you're right. rafted up, you know, and you're you're of legal age, you can partake of, of alcohol and all that. But uh, sometimes folks do get out of hand, and uh, they do, and, and these guys have to deal with them. So, Jeff, recap some of that. So. 
what is a, a, a guy on the water, a guy, gal, family on the water, what do they need on their boat basically to, to be safe out here and, and be legal? The best thing that we tell everybody is to have a wearable life jacket for each person that's on board and not only have it on board, but be wearing it. We can't say it enough within our agency, wear your life jacket, wear your life jacket, wear your life jacket. Also, if the vessel is 16 feet or longer, they have to have a throwable device on board. Also, some type of a fire extinguisher. That varies based upon the length of the boat, but mm -hmm. any vessel with enclosed fuel tanks, they are required to have a fire extinguisher on board. And then, of course, registration for the vessel, and they also need to be carrying that certificate of number. Okay, awesome. Don't ask a lot. and you Yeah, know, keep I mean, a, it's a pretty basic list. It really is, and if you're keeping a sober operator, you got life jackets on the kids, and you're not out here drawing attention to yourself, you're probably going to have a great time down here. Mm -hmm. uh, every now and then, people overindulge, and and have too good of a, a time, I guess you could say. And but that's that's very minimal from my experience down here. It's it's fortunately things run really smoothly um, on these weekends, from my experience anyway. What's the officer team look like? Do you have two or three guys helping you as far as the agency goes, the wildlife agency? Or? Today we're probably going to have about uh, eight officers working okay. down here today. And I can't say it enough. We rely very heavily on our part-time boating officers. Our wildlife officers are out during the middle of this deer season. We are working deer hunting, we're working all kinds of hunting enforcement and so on and so forth, and we rely on our part-time boating officers to come down here and assist us in this, this what we call a well-oiled machine. We, we couldn't do it without them. Yeah, yeah. you mentioned that deer season is in full swing, uh, archery season is underway, and muzzleloader will be around the corner, and it's a great time it's to be in Tennessee. Changing gears, these guys are from boating enforcement into more game warden type stuff, and I know when I worked in the field, it was a welcome change you know you people think well you've got the perfect job you get to ride around a boat all day but if you're taking your job seriously and you're out here looking for um, people being reckless or impaired operators then it's not enjoyable like people think it is it, it's hot and it wears on you whenever you're just trying to keep the people on the water safe so i can't say uh, enough good about what these guys do yeah. on the water and I, I did want to mention carter davis and joe dernan they're Two of the, uh, the retired officers now, but they spent a lot of time down here. A lot of years. On the, on the Knox waterfront and the Vol Navy and all that. So uh, I don't know if they're listening or not. I'm telling them they, they need to be listening, but uh, <laughs> yeah. I miss those guys. Yeah, let's, while you mentioned that, let's thank everybody for tuning in on Facebook. We got quite a few people on here right now, and thank y'all for doing that. And remember to catch this show. We're on the radio all over the place. Uh, you know, there's 12 stations out in Tennessee. You can listen on Saturday mornings mostly, some Sunday mornings. Uh, catch us on YouTube and iTunes and we're out there. He's right here in Knoxville on uh, 98.7 WOKI. Right. Yeah. And the afternoon's now at 1.30. 1.30 so. on Saturday. Even locally. Admiral, tell us about uh, how do you become a part of the Vol Navy? Is there an association or something like that? No, there, there used to be years ago, but now you just show up. Okay. You show up and become part of it. Uh, and once people come one time, they want to come back. You know, we have a, uh, uh, goes way back, uh, a group of a sorority from Florida. They come. They ride the bus all night long just to come down here on the boat. And and the girls that originally came, you know, 15 years ago. Now they bring their families. Wow. So anybody can join the Vol Navy. It, it's just it's nothing like it in the world. I mean, it, it's a uh, it's it's hard to really explain to you really ex experience it compared to sitting up underneath the shade tree tailgating somewhere else yeah you come down here on the water if you got water in you you got to come down the vol navy and and become part of it yeah. if you just come one time you still a member of the vol navy you've done it but mark it off your bucket list tell mm -hmm. me how this works for um like the day craft you talked about i know that a lot of these guys are here going to be here so if they start rafting up on out 
How do they work out? Hey, we're leaving at halftime, or is that an issue that you've ever seen down here? I've never really seen it be an issue. Uh, normally, when you come in, you ask to tie up next to who you're tying up with. You really don't have to ask. They welcome you in. I used to be on the outside, so I always had somebody, you know, always tying up with me. Uh, of course, I never really leave. Uh, this boat stays here the entire football season because I'm on the inside here. But, uh, you know, they tie up and they, and they go way out and then they walk across the boats, you know, and it's 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 a hassle sometimes, but, you know, it, they do it. And, you know, it's really, you know, that was the first accident we've ever had down here. Now, we've had some uh, carbon monoxide deals before yeah. where the fire department came down mm -hmm. uh, because of uh, a couple generators were really uh, smoking some people out. But that's been some years ago and, and the boat actually got fixed. So when that boat's down here, we don't have that problem anymore. But uh, yeah, I mean, TWRA, they, they do a great job trafficking it. When my brother was down here, he, he, he parked everybody when he was working on the water, uh, Rusty. And uh, he even parked people, big boats coming in. If, if a small boat came in, uh, it was more organized and I wish that's one thing I wish we had down here is to have somebody to really tell people where to park because there's a lot of boats that come in here now that can't park because they got small boats up on the on the front end mm -hmm. uh, against the dock and that's where the big boats need to be gotcha. and and some nice people will move and allow boats in but some people won't they just they're stuck to their guns and they're going to stay put so yeah I've have you had any experience, Jeff, about having to shuffle boats like that and swap positions and things? Does that become a factor? Sometimes, yeah. well, on right before kickoff, we'll have a mad rush of boats that are trying uh -huh. to get in here. Yeah, don't and miss we, the game. We always tell people, you know, make sure you got a spot where you are not parked in the channel because that channel has to be open and it has to be maintained. And sometimes we run out of space down here and we'll send them on up the river somewhere to tie up somewhere else because there's just simply not room. Right. Yeah. I, I think I, I've heard there was one time that they had to announce it over the intercom in, in the stadium somebody needs to move your boat because we've got a barge that needs to get through <laughs> yeah so i mean can you imagine having to leave the game to come all the way down here it's not that far but it'd it take a while to get down here and move your boat it was sam anderson i believe <laughs> so you he were is. probably here that game his boat parked in the channel <laughs> bad idea those barges can't stop well i mean you know these these wildlife officers out here that i've seen them come out here and set anchors because when when you get so far out these big boats come in, so I, TWRA comes in, and they'll pull the anchor out for them and drop it so to help everybody out. You know, they're here to help, mm -hmm. you know, and, and uh, they're not – they're a big part of the Vol Navy, in my opinion. Yeah. We need to get y'all a flag to fly on the boat. <laughs> that's, that's, that's been done and uh, told not to, just oh, to be done okay. anymore. Okay, don't do that. Don't listen to me. Just I'm saying. Just... And you can't wear orange wigs in uniform either. Oh, really? In the side of the stadium. Okay. Riding up on the Jumbotron. Just saying. Okay. I know a guy that tried that. that that's happened before. It's, huh? it's been done. Mm. Yours truly. The Neyland <laughs> Stadium debacle. I won't tell it, but if, if you get the uh, Tennessee Game Warden magazine, the whole story in orange and white is spelled out for you from my orange, <laughs> bleeding orange heart. So uh, pick it up and read it. I think we all here bleed orange. Uh, Grown up being uh, being Vols fans and, and watching games and yes, coming sir. to the games. And uh, it's, it's in your blood and, and can't get enough of it. Uh, Jeff and I both went to school right down the river. The Ag Campus is actually on the river here. I went to school with a guy who lived on, uh, on a houseboat here at Volunteer Landing Marina, and he would take his John boat 
to class, man. And I thought that was the <laughs> coolest thing ever. This dude drives his boat to class. He'd go up Third Creek and beach it there. His old John boat go to class, <laughs> get back in it, and go back home. But uh, yeah, Justin Nolte, I have to tell him to to tune in and tune listen. In. He works in Florida now for fish and wildlife. Okay. Jeff's yeah. a UT grad. And I am. I'm a Knoxville resident. I live about three miles from the stadium here, and just it's really great to be here in my own backyard working. This is where this is the river I grew up fishing on when I was a kid, and it's just great to be here in this capacity. Yeah. So, do you find yourself? Uh, you, I mean, you work everything wildlife to boating, just yes, about sir. anything. So, what's what's a working wildlife in the Knoxville Knox County like? It's, um, it's very different than it is working in a rural county yeah but uh, one of the things that we deal with a lot here is a bear when a bear comes into a metropolitan area such as knoxville here mm -hmm. it makes the phones ring and then we have to deal with it yeah so it's yeah. a very it's a very busy place to work year round you know most places across the state they're hanging up their boating hat this time of year we're still out here working still working boating uh, under the influence cases we're working hunting so it's a very active place to be working yeah, yeah. we're getting sunburned you know now it should be cooling off by now but it's still hot but i know in those late Later games. I remember those cold rides back up the river to, to Sea Ray mm -hmm. when they had a plant up the river here. So you get sunburned and you know wind burn and mm -hmm. um, all that in the same season down here. So it's like like Greg said, it's an experience like no other uh, football game days here at the University of Tennessee are. Is it's, it's yeah. I don't know of any other place that tailgates like this in the country. There's yeah. not. There's not. And welcome all fans, right? I mean, you know, like you said, Georgia fans will be all of them. piling yep. on today and. And uh, even let some Gator fans visit every now and again. Do you have people bringing their boats up that are that are from other states? Well, uh, see, Georgia Georgia brings more boats because you know they're they're next to the Tennessee River, yeah. so there's a lot of people that actually come up. Alabama brings one occasionally, uh, and and they come actually from Gunnersville, mm -hmm. and uh, it takes them about two and a half days to get here, and uh, but not many. But they're welcome. Yeah. You know, they they. Uh, it's great down here. Everybody's a family, and there's uh, there's just there's no other place in the world you can do this. Yeah. Could you imagine the fuel that it would take to go from Gunnersville all the way to here and, and back in these big boats? Well, these boats that come up here, they don't have to worry about fuel bill. <laughs> they, they do. They better not even uh, come. If, they, if they're worried about the price of the fuel, <laughs> they don't need that boat. Mm -hmm. Fact. Yeah, yeah. Well, Smokey joined us today. I was hoping the uh, mascot could be here, but I was, we're good, glad to have the blow-up Smokey with us today. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, but it's, it should be a fun day. Anything else you want to add, Jeff, about patrolling out here and things people should know about and think about as they're coming in? Uh, we, just, we just want to remind people that when you come to a ball game here in Knoxville on the water, be patient. Bring your patience with you. Mm. There's a no-wake zone that starts every game day down here at this lower railroad trestle. Okay. We expect people to maintain that no-wake zone. We also have a commercial marina just upstream from there. That's always a no-wake zone. Just use their common sense. Be courteous and be patient. Okay. All right. You got any, awesome. uh, any other Vol Navy stories, anything that sticks out in your mind from years past coming down you've been coming down here a long time even though you're more the Knox County Wildlife Officer. Right. I've always enjoyed coming down here to work. I mean, just you have to prepare for the unexpected. I mean, I never thought somebody would drop a 10-pound bag of ice off a bridge and try to hit my boat with it before. Oh, so man. you just have to be ready for anything when you work down here. That's dangerous. That's dangerous. Wow. And you've had people jump? We have. On the bridge? We have. We've had people do that on the middle of game days. Um, we've had some of our officers who've actually saved people when they've entered the waterway from something like that. So um, we just we have to pack our tool belt for the worst mm -hmm. every day. 
Wow. I can remember after uh, Boomsday, some of those times when people were trying to make a mad rush down the river to get to the ramps or marinas or whatever, and having boats sink going downstream amidst boats just going right and left and all the wake you can mm -hmm. imagine coming from all that. So been some uh, some hectic moments out here. I'm surprised, like I said, there's not more incidents than there are considering the, the volume That's of right. boats that show up down here. That's right. Y'all yep. do an awesome job. Well, thank you very much. Awesome. Awesome. Well, game day today is 7 o'clock. If y'all plan on tuning in and watching it, uh, it's going to be a fun game between Georgia and Tennessee. We appreciate everybody tuning in on Facebook. I know said the feed might be cutting in and out, but uh, stay with us, and we'll post this uh, this week and let people tune in and watch it that way. But uh, I want to mention again, our, our, our podcast is out there on, on SoundCloud, iTunes, all the podcasting platforms. You can catch this, uh, YouTube, and watch it there, Facebook, and all those places. So appreciate Matt joining us today, being a part of the show. And, appreciate and He's here. always great to uh, jump in here on a Region, Region 4 show and, and help me out. This Absolutely. was a great idea to come out here on, on the Georgia weekend. I know it's uh, everything's ramping up. People are coming out of their boats and getting ready for the show. I see SEC Nations over there doing some interviews and stuff and got some boats coming in and uh, excited about that. Uh, don't forget deer season is in full swing. Uh, just to remind people watching that uh, the, the archery season's underway and, and uh, check your hunting guide. Visit tmwildlife.org for information on that. Mm -hmm. um, what about the, the regulations? Elk, the elk hunts. Did I know we had two successful opening weekend? Have you heard about the rest of them? Uh, we've been pushing updates on Facebook with one hunter. We, uh, our one of our other information guys, Barry Cross, has been out with with one of those hunters and and following him day to day. And they've seen some elk. They've been on some elk, but hadn't been able to connect yet. Uh, so uh, keep following those updates. But yeah, we had two nice bulls harvested during the yes. archery season. Uh, the young sportsman hunt is coming up. This weekend, I think, the, the young man Before or the, a girl that was drawn. Adults. I um, can't remember if it was a, a girl or boy that got drawn for that one, but then uh, then the gun season will kick off for the... Maybe it'll cool down for those gun hunters. I know the archers have been just miserable out there in this 90-plus degree heat, and a lot of those guys are hunting from sunup to sundown. You know, this is yeah. a once-in-a-lifetime chance at taking an elk in Tennessee, so they're giving it all they have, but wish it would have been cooler for them. Might have had a little more success. Yeah. Yeah, so... Uh, Get out there and enjoy uh, the outdoors. But we're working here doing this for you to get out and enjoy the hunting and fishing and, and boating in the state and just trying to keep everybody safe and have a good time. And uh, Jeff, I appreciate you. Yes, sir. What you do and what you guys do for us. Uh, Thank you very much. Uh, couldn't do it without those officers and uh, biologists. And uh, just a, it's awesome to work with you guys. Thank you very Admiral, much. Admiral, I appreciate you being on today anytime uh, it's been fun thanks for hosting us keeping us uh keeping us on the uh, safe on the water here and uh all the hospitality has been fun stick around yeah we're gonna stick around for a little while and eat some lunch and hang out with the with the guys but uh like i said uh, appreciate everybody tuning in and uh we say we call it a call it a show i think so all right well, we'll um we'll leave you with that Admiral, once again, thank you. Jeff, thank you. Yes, uh, if you want to be a part of the Vol Navy, it's just come on out here and tie up. Tie be up. A, be a part of it. Uh, Jeff will make sure you're parking in the right spot, and then you can just hop over the boats and come on over. Bring, bring your patience, wear right. your life jacket, yeah. and a sober operator. That's exactly right. Yep. And, uh, get along just fine. It'll be, a, it'll be a fun game. It'll be a fun day. So uh, uh, appreciate y'all tuning in. I'm Jason Harmon for Tennessee Wildcast, and uh, we'll see you next time. Thanks for tuning in. Stay connected with TWRA by visiting our website at tnwildlife.org and follow us on Facebook, 
Twitter and Instagram. Hey, it's all about Tennessee wildlife. It's what we do. Tennessee Wildcast will be on the air again next week. We'll see you then.